Hello everyone and welcome back to Do We Know Them? I just realized I haven't introduced us in a while. Hi, I'm the other girl and this is Jessie Smiles. And this is episode 108. 108. Sorry, I forgot that. Episode, that no, season two, episode eight. Correct. It's gonna be a tough one to get right every time. But is the show called Do We Know Them or Do We Slay Them? Because Lily's slaying right now with her new haircut. Well, I was like... Uh, do we slay? I don't know. <laughs> we do. Occasionally. Yeah, no, um, people were commenting. They were like, Lily, you can't be the ponytail girl. Actually, my favorite comment I've seen in general was a lot of you can't be the ponytail girl anymore. But also I did like a before and after and someone said that long hair was Lily and then right hair was Lil's, but they were both the other girls. Mm-hmm. When I answered the phone and I saw like I first, it was just my first glance, I thought you had a ponytail on and I was like, no way this bitch did that. But it's only a half I did, like a little bun. <laughs> yeah. The I can't get in a ponytail I was like, anymore. if you did your new hair and then brought it back in a ponytail, people would maybe riot. It's weird because it's like, on one hand, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, this is back to normal. Like, I, I feel more at home. But then, like, physically doing it, I'm like, where did it go? You've had long hair now for years. The last time I got my hair done was two years ago. That's insane. I used to go once a month. Well, I used to do once every six months. And then I realized that was actually a really far apart time. And by the time I would get there, my ends would be disgusting. It would be a hot mess. So I had to work with my hair lady. I have to do like every four months, like maximum. Before I used to go so often because I dyed my hair a bunch of different colors and my roots would just grow out so fast. And also, I don't know, it was like, felt like it was part of my job. I kind of feel that way right now because I'm like, we're filming so much that I like to have my hair done. Oh, that's true. I mean, that's, I should look more presentable, but that's <laughs> That's why I've, no, I got my eyebrows done. I got my hair done. I'm back to normal. Oh my God, I know. Yeah. You now can... I just need some Botox. Wait, also, we might want to cut this out, but my mom texted me the other day and she goes, I was up late um, thinking last night. Oh no, that's never good. I know. I was like, oh God, <laughs> what did I do now? I, I was just thinking like, you just got your computer and you got your car and you got your hair done and your eye. What if people think you spent the GoFundMe money? Oh my God, that's so funny. And I was like, oh, I mean, I didn't, so. Just to be 100% clear, we are all of us that are being sued. We are like psychopaths who are taking extreme measures to make sure every step of that money is heavily documented. And just so you yes. know, right now, I think 99.9% .9 of it is in our lawyer's like account. Yeah, no, that's, we we made it so it doesn't even go into one of no, our accounts. Doesn't, doesn't touch my account. Anything money related, I'm like, nope, not me. I'm not the one. Our show isn't doing too bad. So Lily got her hair done. So what about it? Girly got microbladed. Girlie bought a Bronco, okay? It's about time to do we know them girls come up, okay? It's been a long ride. Literally, you guys, I was broke for so long. <laughs> it's true. I don't think people know that because we kept our heads down and just like kept going and nobody had an inkling that you were struggling. That I had to ask you for money. <laughs> oh, it was a horrible, that was like a year, right? Like it felt like the first year of our show was just like really hard on you. Well, it's because when I was living in LA, that's someone I remember when I first moved into this um, apartment, they were like, ooh, Lily got a new apartment. They must be doing well. And I'm like, opposite. I'm saving like over $1,500 I can $1, see why they think that though, because it's so gorgeous. Like where you live is awesome. And you just like found a really good situation. No, I but, yeah. honestly haven't really posted about it though. Oh. Well, where she lives is awesome and it's very nice. <laughs> you were paying ridiculous rent in LA. And I was stuck there because also in LA, they're like, oh, you don't have a full-time job? And I'm like, well, I mean, I work full-time. <laughs> if you don't have like a steady like paycheck coming in every month. Even when I did have money, like when I moved into that apartment, I had to pay like almost triple the deposit and I could not do that now, so. <laughs> yeah, I've been talking to some of my friends and stuff that are starting podcasts and whenever they ask for advice, I'm like, just don't expect to make money for at least a year. It's really, really difficult. You're investing most of it back into the business. I don't know how many thousands of dollars I just spent on equipment for us. Like that wasn't always necessary. No, you know, maybe we, you know, spent a couple, like literally almost a thousand dollars on live stream equipment. We did one live stream. I'm like, oh, okay, well. Oh my God, wait, I forgot <laughs> about that. We, we could sell that. I was referring to when, didn't you like replace all of your audio equipment because you thought it wasn't working and then it was fine? Yep, mm -hmm. that is correct. This microphone alone, $400. The freaking interfacing is like, I don't know how many hundred. It's it's expensive. Well, and then when you have to split it. Okay, the splitting, it's the worst. Like, let's be honest. It's just the worst. <laughs> it's also because the both of us have been like individual creators for a while. So we're not used to splitting it. So it's like, you see what you're gonna get. And you're like, oh, awesome. And then you're like, Oh, I'll never forget our first check from YouTube. Mind you, it was like four months in because we weren't monetized. It was like collective for all four months of work. And we were like tirelessly working. It was like $700 and we had to split that. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> 
this cannot continue. How did I pay rent? I don't remember, Lily. I just don't remember. Literally, I didn't remember I couldn't pay rent one month. And luckily, the building manager was very oh nice God, to me. Oh my God, I remember he, like, that. Worked out a deal with the owners of the building and he like let me pay one month over the course of a few months. Yeah, Lily was like severely stressed and we just came on here and talked shit for, you know, a few months. And honestly, it just recently started being like really sustainable for both of us. As Just far the as, like, last two months, honestly. Literally. And I know that AdSense is higher on YouTube in like November, like end of the year. So it's yeah, going to yeah. go down again. But I think we're at the point where like we can live off of this podcast, which is like, I didn't even think we would ever get here, to be honest. And it's not about that. Obviously, that's not why we started it because we... I guarantee you would not have continued it because we didn't make money forever. Like not a sustainable yeah. income. And again, we're splitting it and we barely get sponsors, but that's neither here nor there. And it's just personally for me as your friend and seeing you go through that shit. Like it's been really awesome just watching. You're like, I'm going to go get my hair done today. I'm going to go do this. I'm like, hell yeah, you are. Like that's fucking awesome. I, do you remember? I, I feel like I texted you a few, like four months ago, maybe. And it was like after I'd moved and I was like, it's so nice to not be broke anymore. It wasn't like I had tons of money in my bank account, but like I could afford a t-shirt. Dude, I mean, knowing where your next meal's coming from, like that's all like a gift that nowadays. That was the it's problem. I literally couldn't afford food. I know. I know. Those were horrible times. I'm just glad we're out of those woods. So cheers to you all for being a part of this community and supplying yes. Lily with in and out every day. Um. Also, one one more little milestone, if you will, I guess, uh, just yeah. uh, improvement. Could you say the last time I like couldn't film from my back? Dude, no. I was actually thinking about that the other day. It was at the point which now that we're talking about all of this in conjunction, I wonder what's correlated stress. Like stress wise. For sure. You know, when I've been in financial stress, I have felt like I was dying. Like literally, I didn't want to do anything because of the like severe anxiety of not having money and not being able to eat. And like just it was just horrible. It was mainly like in my Vine days when I was just relying on brand deals. I thought I was dying. But I think it's been months, if not like over six. It months. doesn't usually like hurt anymore it's like still uncomfortable a lot of the time and like other stuff you'll like weird, have but something like, out of place yeah but it's not even remotely where it was and i think a lot of it's probably financial stress but then also um the fucking neighbors oh that's right I yeah i can't tell you like i would just lay on the ground and cry like people i made a video about it once and they're like eh, you being dramatic maybe but like oh my god they were killing me slowly inside yeah. and max too it was so sad he was just like shaking all the time and being in somewhere that's like there's no one above me i can't tell you how nice it is it's yeah. the best decision i've ever made yeah i think so much has changed for the better and i feel like hopefully this year is gonna go up on that trajectory and not even just like financially just i don't know everything i'm feeling better vibes we might be getting sued but we're being optimistic oh my god <laughs> not me saying 2024 is gonna be our best year it's like we're actively being sued twice we just got an email about it i was like oh 2024 is the year of litigation but you know i think it's gonna be positive I'm doing what the Catherine McBrooms of the world do, and I'm just closing my little eyes and I'm saying no negativity this year, even though there's there a lot go. of negativity. <laughs> but you know what's so funny? And maybe I brought up Catherine McBroom on purpose because I'm a Segway queen, but that is one of our topics today, Austin McBroom, the McBrooms, if you will. Are they married? No, they're not. That's one of the things we're talking about. We're Really? Not me not running anything by Lily. She has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh my God. Someone commented recently. It was like, Jesse carries this podcast. <laughs> I was like, okay, me. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I want to clarify that there's a reason why a lot of the times I'm not necessarily coming up with the topics. And that is because I'm editing the last episode while we're like getting ready to film this one. Yeah. So Lily does all of the final stuff of the episode. She colors the episode, makes it look like we're in two rooms. Surprise, we are not. And we're in, in two one, different one states. Room. Oh, one room. Oh, yeah. We don't want to be in two different rooms. That's why we edited it. Got it. No. Cheers. We haven't cheers in a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Good job. <laughs> and she also adds all those fun little pictures, everything that flies in, all that stuff. It's a lot of the final stuff, a lot of the tedious stuff. So once she does that, then I'll watch through it. If there's anything wrong, she has to go back and fix it, re-export it. It's this whole fucking thing. So by the time she uploads, she's usually dying. Right now, she hasn't slept in like 24 hours, I think. You know. You look great. <laughs> Considering. <laughs> it's become a thing. It's literally, it's like two days on, one day off. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. How long is this sustainable for? We don't know. We'll see. But she's usually doing all the final stuff and it's really tedious and usually a lot of 
revision. And by the time she's done with that, it's like, okay, we literally have to film in like an hour. So while she's doing all that fun stuff, I will look up the topics or I will bring stuff. And that's why I come to the podcast with my topics. Also, I do not have ADHD like this queen. She, she can like look at the topics and be like, okay, generally we'll cover this. I literally. see one and I'm like, ooh. Like you're too detailed to like have to do the topics all the time because it's not sustainable. Once in a while, I do a good deep dive though. Exactly. And those are fun and we love those. But you know, I'm an over the pants type she of girl. She has to keep us on track. Or over yeah. the pants? No. What? Over the, haven't I said that before? Over the pants? Wh well, you just kind of do it over the pants. <laughs> <laughs> mm, anyway, so today we have a few topics. The McBrooms. Yeah, so we have the McBrooms first. We are also going to be talking about Gypsy Rose a little bit just because I was debating this for the longest time. I was like, should we? Should we not? There is enough social media relevance, I think, for us to talk about this in terms of like there's enough going on on social media for it yeah. to be on our radar because I don't really, like this is not a true crime channel. We're not talking about anyone's like severe trauma. Like this is not I don't that. even feel like people are following her for the, like the true crime aspect anymore though. People just like I don't even know what it is anymore. And that's why I want to talk about. I yeah. want to talk about the phenomenon of all of that. So let's start with the McBrooms because I haven't thought about them in a hot minute. The only time I think about them is when we reference Ace Fest and you bully me and tell me that I was lying. You were. I was confused. I wasn't lying. There's a difference. If you had to guess, like if someone put a gun to your head, metaphorically, YouTube, what would you say the McBrooms have been up to? Jeez. Um, well, I'll give you a hint. Like considering their track history. Not paying their rent. <laughs> Honestly, you might be right about that, but that's not what we're talking about today. No, but like, didn't they move out of that house that they were like? Yeah, so they, guys, if you don't know, and if you haven't kept up, honestly, Godspeed, you got to just go to our other episodes because there's so much to the McGroom story and they were the second ever people we ever, no, they were the first. We had the family channel video yeah. our, as our well, first Well, I think episode. it was mostly about eight passengers. But I think we touched on them for sure. They're definitely an OG family channel that is looked down upon because of their exploitative nature, but then also they are just known as scammers. So there's Austin McBroom, who's the husband. I was gonna say, and remember they're scammers because remember Def Noodles went and asked how he could be as good a scammer as that. Exactly. Yeah. How you doing? I'm a big fan. Huge like fan. Little, like a little oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> so I, I want to ask him some life advice. Yeah. How do I learn to scam as good as you? Scam? He uh, didn't come to be, came to be funny. No, I'm, I'm for oh, real. On I'm a fan. Come on, <laughs> Wait, no, for real. What's the? I just want to be like you. I want to be a scammer. I'm for real. And that was really funny joke. So funny. But there's Austin McBroom. That's the husband. Catherine McBroom. That is the wife. And well, actually, they're not married. I keep saying that. I keep thinking they're married. <laughs> so you just said they weren't married. <laughs> so plot twist turns out they are married. They just didn't have a wedding yet. Although I don't think any of us probably care. So anyway, that's it. Bye. But they have three children together and they have documented, I mean, every journey, all the pregnancies. That's how they got big. Weren't they going to get married and have it be like a wedding that people could go to? Yes, they were, Lily. Thank you for bringing that up because that is part of today. So there's levels to this because when I first checked in on what the Ace family was doing, I looked at their channel. God knows why. Don't ask me. Okay. This is how desperate you were for <laughs> topics. <laughs> Literally, I was like, there's nothing. Let me go to the Ace family. But if you go to their channel, the last video that they uploaded was called Answering All Your Questions. And it was a quote unquote Q&A. It was over like seven months ago. It was in June, I think. It was literally last summer. So they have not posted since then. Didn't they say that they were going to take a break? Yes. And like So travel? this video was their comeback video from their break. They even addressed that in the beginning. They're like, oh my God, we thought we were going to be gone for longer, but we're not because we miss you guys so much. Just just kidding, they were and gone then for they like only seven came months. back for one? Yeah, literally. Oh, interesting. Did it not do well? Well, you might say they got themselves into a bit of a pickle. So if you don't know, they have been caught in, I literally do not know how many scams they've been caught in at this point. I can't even say alleged scams because they're all like, if you look into like them, Like Ace just... Fest, when they said it was Coachella meets Disneyland and it was a fucking carnival. <laughs> I'm sorry, at least they had a fucking, I'm not, not to defend Ace Fest again, please don't come for me. But like, mm -hmm. at least they had an event that they were at and they did do a meet and greet and they did all that stuff. The other things, it's like Austin McBroom not paying the fighters of his events that he promised millions of dollars oh, and they never oh, got paid. Thank God the boxing era is like kind of taken a... What's so funny is that in this video, he's actually referencing his next fights and that he needs to win his next fights because he's so competitive and gosh, I don't know. There's something about his face. It pisses me off. He has a smirk on all the time and it's just very Austin? upsetting. Yeah. You'll see it in this video. He's just... Always smirking. It's like, what's so funny? But um, okay, so in this video, the main thing that they did was mention that they were gonna be giving away Catherine McBroom's car, a Tesla. And if you know anything about the McBroom family, it's like, 
but are you? Giving away like her car? Literally her used car. It has like a little bit scraped rims because she like is a bad parker. <laughs> and it's got like pink like wrap cause they have the, you know that like vinyl wrap that people wrap their cars with? It had pink wrap. Yeah. So it had like pieces of that around cause they just took it off themselves. Another thing too is your girl sometimes parks too close to the curb. So there may be like a little no, bit of- No, not maybe. There is some damn scratches on the rim. I'll show you guys. This girl don't not know how to park. I'll tell you that right now. So look, as you can see, the rims got a little bit of scratch on it. But other than that, this car is like spanking brand new. You know what I'm saying? It still has a little bit of pink wrap on it from, you know, taking it off because we didn't have a professional do it. We kind of did it ourselves. I mean, it's still a Tesla. I would fucking take it. Well, no, it's like, I, I mean, I have a used car, but like, it just seems kind of weird for a giveaway for, I mean, I, they don't have money, I guess. So it's not surprising that they wouldn't give away a new one, but. That's the craziest thing. Cause we're gonna watch right now them giving away this car, but it's like your house foreclosed. I know you're in debt cause of that. Then you're renting and you yourself admitted that you got like scammed quote unquote, and you're like paying up the ass and like your deposit and yeah, shit. So why all are they giving away drama. their car? Feels like you need that. That's literally the common thread with the Ace family is pretending they have way more money than they do. So giving away this test, it's like, there's just no world, especially when you're not posting on YouTube. I'm not saying they're not making any money, but like with their lifestyle, there's no way you couldn't just like sell that. And like, you needed the money to pocket. Like, don't you still have people to pay from your fight? It feels like what they do is like, they get to rock bottom and then they like take anything they can and try and like throw a Hail Mary and get it all back but it's like is this giveaway gonna revive your audience well you'll see their motive behind it it's no secret that we've been doing giveaways for years we've done giveaways in many different ways one way has been um giveaway cars so usually what we do is we purchase the car we make content on youtube video and then we surprise the person with the keys and all that right but this time around because i am getting a new car as you guys know on snapchat those who follow us on snapchat we're very active on there i was showing you guys the other day that i was looking at cars and so i was thinking about it because i am getting a new car and because this car is still in such a great condition it looks great it works great i was thinking about just giving it one to one of you guys hey guys it's her favorite car so it's like a big deal <laughs> Very and big deal. She's I love been this through car. a lot with this car in the last two years that she's had it. But honestly, like I've really lost attachments to all things in my life, and I really do feel like there's somebody out there who's very deserving of a car and who needs a car. Please hold the phone for one second because I just caught that in the second time watching it. You've lost attachments to all things in your life, which is giving minimalist, which is giving like I no longer need things. Then I hope your new car is like a 1987 Toyota Corolla, girly. I hope you for know the love it's of God. not. <laughs> I'm like, how is she gonna give this car away when I know number one? It ain't allegedly paid off or it's a lease or like i'm like what is going on here but it's number probably two probably a lease yeah aren't there like game shows and stuff where it's like you get a new car and then it's like oh and now you have to pay all the taxes on it oh my god you want to know a really random fact about me sure when i was about seven years old i won a car on a on a show a seven-year-old won a car well okay so it was um uh el show de fernando hidalgo uh, R.I.P. But it was in Miami and he had a show where all families could come and as a family unit you would sing and if you won the competition you would win a car. You won a singing competition? It was me, my brother, my dad and then my brother Ruben was playing the piano and we won La Familia Vasquez. Oh my god. Why have I never seen this? <laughs> I don't know actually. My dad is very proud of it. As one of your biggest fans I feel like I should be entitled to this. Go stream bitch please now. It's so embarrassing, but my brother slayed it. He won it for us, let's be honest. And then literally he was so good at singing and he was so young that like the other families complained that it was rigged and that he was a professional singer and he shouldn't have been allowed. I'm like, he's 10. It was such a mess. But anyway, we won a car and I am still on my dad's ass till this day. Although my dad has been so supportive. I mean, both financially, emotionally, everything. I love my father. I mean, he was telling your entire family to give up their life savings to our lawyer fund. He was, <laughs> and he's so slay for that. But he sold that fucking car and I got $200 as a child. I was like, you <laughs> bastard. Where did that money go? I'm sure you thought 200 was amazing at the time. I did. Well, he literally says, he goes, well, I mean, you're a kid. I'm like, yeah, but I fucking won that shit for you, motherfucker. But um, he made up for it. I think he's lent me like $20 million over the years. So it's fine. No, thanks. <laughs> anyway, continuing on to the McBrooms. I don't know why I got so sidetracked. I'm sorry. Oh, well, one of the things I was going to say that I was kind of like a little eye roll at is him pretending like, She's been through, this is her favorite car. Wasn't it her only car? I feel like she probably wants the new one more. I mean, and then I'm thinking, considering your track record, again, I'm not saying you're not making any money, but I'm 
just considering, you know, wasn't there like a rental car that he didn't return and he owed like so many thousands of dollars? Like there's a lot of things that they owe money for. I think they're probably still paying off the Ace Fest. Wouldn't you want to either sell that car or like save it for your kids? You have three kids. Like, I'm sure one of your kids would like that Tesla in about 10 years. Well, that's why I brought up that like, this has to be a Hail Mary. They're getting something out of it. Well, yes, they are. You're so smart, Lily. On social media, I feel like if I have the ability to give away something and help someone out in need, then why not do it? We are going to be ordering our new car soon, <laughs> which is Tesla. just another version of this one. Oh, and oh weird. I want to do a giveaway with this car. We're thinking about like different ways of doing it because usually what we do is we have you guys comment on our Instagram and our YouTube and then share like your stories and stuff. I'm so sorry. I am interrupting too much, but like this does not look like a mother's vehicle. Where are the car seats? Why is, first of all, as a mom, why get a white interior anyway? Like kids love orange shit. They just love to eat orange shit and shit that stains things. Why the fuck would you get such a nice car? Number one, but number two, where are your car seats? Do you ever travel with your children? I'm so confused. Did I tell you that I had a friend text me that she used to nanny for them? Oh my God, no. She said she was very, that Catherine was very nice. I'm sure she is, but it's clear she has help. It's like, girl, do you want to see my minivan right now? It looks like a fucking goblin's hole that they like return to every night. It's oh my horrible. God, not to go on another quick tangent, but um, <laughs> can you show them the video? What video? Of you falling. Not to be like laughing, but you like really ate shit. <laughs> okay, so what Lily's referring to is something I posted on my close friends, um, but she will blur out my neighborhood so you can see it so i did drop offs in the morning with my daughter you know i drop her off at her pre-k thing and i was wearing these shoes that my mom got off a fucking tiktok shop for christmas and she bought them for herself and she didn't even tell me that she couldn't wear them because she was like slipping and sliding all over the house oh you didn't you left that part yeah out. she just told me that today after she saw me eat shit but i was like oh my god slay like little ugh like knockoffs perfect i'll just wear those to drop off the queen well, this morning, we were leaving the house, and this happened. Ow! 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 <laughs> oh, oh, oh. my ankle. Were you just reaching for him? No, I was not reaching for him at all. I was, like, completely in self-preservation mode after I knew my daughter was fine because I, like, held her up. She's so heavy. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So once he got her, after I had said I twisted my ankle, he goes, how, bro? And I go, don't fucking ask questions. I don't know. I'm on the floor. That's all I know. He is the most poorly timed question asker ever. Like, he will ask you a question in the midst of a crisis. And you're like, are you really asking me something right now? Uh, he's just an inquisitive fellow. Anyway. You sound like <laughs> you are in distress. I, I literally was. <laughs> Is it one step and you just... It's literally one step. Yeah, it's not even like a whole thing. It's just one step. You know what it reminds Oh me. no, what? The grape ladies. Ow, ow, ow. Yeah, I literally was. Oh my God. That's why I love them so much because I am them. Okay. Yeah, okay, baby. Are you okay? Okay, these fucking shoes. And then literally later on, Nassim showed her the video and she comes to my room. She goes, Are you okay, mama? I'm like, I'm fine, baby. I just ate shit. I didn't, oh, yeah. you know, say that, but anyway, thank you for making me share that. Appreciate you. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway, back to McGrew. This is the most unhinged episode, along with our like two episodes know, ago sorry. where we couldn't stop talking. You know this happens when I don't sleep. I know, yeah. I love it. At random, but this time around, since we did just download this new app and we're planning oh. on starting to stream, we're really excited to start Weird. streaming. Blaze family, all you have to do to have a chance to win Catherine's Tesla oh, I hate this is so much. download the Kick app right now I hate and this follow so much. us at the Ace family. And make sure you stay tuned because we're going live on Sunday, this Sunday. June? Yes, June. June 11th at 4 what p.m. Month are we? Yeah. Yeah, June 11th, at so 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Pacific oh, so, time. Wait, this, yeah. is, so this is really old. Oh, yeah, this is a whole thing. So this is like what we missed. Oh, my God, wait. So they came back for a brand deal. Okay, so I was trying to figure out while I was gathering the links if this was even a brand deal because I don't know if it was. I thought it might be like for a kit. cash grab because remember, at this time, we were probably at the point where we were talking about Tube and his like 32-day stream on Kick. Like everybody was on the Kick train. I was just going to say, Kick has money. They were offering Fousey tons. And let's not forget that Kick also doesn't really 
have standards. So one thing that we know, like even as children, Kick was the app of predators, allegedly, but also absolutely. And like I got preyed upon on Kick. It was like the Snapchat of our day almost. It was like, hey, message me on Kick. So now Kick, from what I understand, has been trying to get a lot of people from Twitch, which is a streaming platform, very popular streaming platform that recently and very famously banned like gambling streams. So you remember how like XQC and like all those people were doing gambling. Exactly. It's extremely unethical. It's obviously illegal, allegedly. And a lot of them were getting in trouble. Where are they now? On Kick. Literally Kick just allows all that shit. So it's kind of like the Wild West of streaming right now until they have to inevitably ban it to save their own ass. But so it's not surprising to me that the Ace family is going over there. Now what I was trying to figure out is, is this a brand deal? Is this something that they were paid? You think to make this video they were paid? Absolutely. Really interesting. No doubt in my mind. Because if you think about it, hosting a giveaway of a Tesla on your platform is a huge fucking deal, especially if you're like eating the cost of that, like it's your car that you've paid off. Yeah, I would have to assume they're getting something from it and it's not just a stream. So they ended up launching this giveaway and they had like official giveaway rules that they posted and it said how to enter slash required steps. There's only one way to enter the sweepstakes. Sweepstakes? What is this, fucking 1990? Which involves a few steps, each of which must be completed before the end of sweepstakes period. Tag two friends in the comments of the Instagram post announcing the sweepstakes promoting the giveaway on at Austin McBroom and at Catherine McBroom's Instagram account. And they have a picture where they're like in front of the Tesla and they're like smiling. Step two is download the app Kick. Step three, follow us on Kick at the Ace Family. Step four, tune into our first live stream on the app Kick, June 11th at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. They stress this in the video. They say Pacific Standard Time, please make sure to cross-reference when that is for you. This is the one live stream you need to attend. How would they prove that you did all that? It's a really good point, Lily. Honestly, I don't know how any of this works. I've done a few giveaways and it's always been more trackable things. Usually it's comments on a post because there's a lot of different sites. Yeah, that like can if it was the tag two friends. Yeah. But like that wouldn't be the first step. And then you wouldn't have three more that you like don't have to do. Exactly. Are they announcing it on the live stream? Well, no. <laughs> and in true McBroom fashion, they end up switching up the rules after the first oh, live stream. So people are tuning into this first live stream thinking, all I have to do is tag two friends in the Instagram post and come to this live stream and that's it. Like all I have to do is tune in. And then what? This is very vague sweepstakes. But like I said, in true McBroom fashion, they just switch it up on you. All we ask you to do is to support us on Kick and to tune in to every live that we have in the next two weeks and just be active in the chat. Every live, we have a team. Weeks. How many is that? Check the chat out. They've been checking the chat out all day today since we've been on live and showing who shows the love, most love and support. That's literally it. So if you're on every single chat, every single chat. Okay, live, does he seem every, drunk? If you're on every single live from here until June 25th and you're showing love, you have an opportunity to win Catherine's very own so now it's changed. Uh, a tune has been changed and now it's no longer the tag two friends, etc. It's tune into every live stream and just be in the chat. And show some love. Show like, some love. what the fuck? Well, what if I told you that after this, everything was deleted from their kick and they never posted on kick again? Shut the fuck up. Maybe it wasn't a brand deal. <laughs> what if I told you that that was what happened? And is that even remotely surprising? No, but what do you mean? Literally their kick account is scrubbed. There's nothing on it. They stopped posting on it live. It was just a non thing. They didn't announce the winner on kick. It was nothing. But after a lot of scrutiny and a lot of people getting pissed and being like, what the fuck is going on with the giveaway? You guys were giving away a Tesla. Obviously that's a huge thing. They limited or if not removed entirely the comments on the Tesla post. And then they eventually decided, okay, you know what? Let's just fucking address this. And it looks like they were on vacation and maybe should have put a little bit more thought into addressing this. But it turns out, I guess they did give away the car, question mark. Real quick, we're gonna talk about a little Tesla I giveaway. I like at a quick. buffet. So <laughs> when it came to picking our Tesla winner, it ended up being this actually easier than we thought. I'm gonna give you a little backstory. The reason I say that is because we literally had like two. Before he says anything else, he's got his full bullshit face on. Like this is his like smug, he just smelled a pile of turds face. Like that is his face right now. He's just like. They're literally like in a loud like dining room area. You're wrong, area. Lily. You're totally wrong. They're taking this very seriously. And if and you think otherwise, you're just wrong. And hair up. Maybe get ready before the camera rolls. You'll see in a second, she keeps like leaning in. Like she can't hear him. She's like. Other guys along with us looking for 
somebody who was really a part of the Ace family. Like, so it's not like how random. Hard it is doing these giveaways. And sometimes, like, we get really frustrated because we don't really know if you know the person is like a part of the Ace family. We don't know if someone just comes on, doesn't really know us, and, and seen us for the first time, and is watching the stream, right? But in this particular person, our team actually did like their homework and research on this person. This person was one of the very first people to ever buy Ace Family merch. We noticed that obviously we were like, yo, it's meant to be like, this is the person that we all, you know, decided and agreed on. And obviously it's so hard. Every, every time we do a giveaway, it's, it ends up being very hard because do do we don't want to do it. <laughs> People got really pissed because they're like, wait a second. So it was supposed to be gifted to a random person who followed your rules. Then you changed the rules. Then you ended up doing extensive research from your team. Are they paid? Have you paid also, them yet? We need also, to know these things. Also, did we ever see who this person was? Did they ever show him? No. Like, so they could have not given the car away. That's correct. <laughs> but they, they said did they did. They not give the car away. I don't buy that <laughs> No. Not it's sitting right now in their parking garage. Literally, like, she's literally, probably still driving it. This is unreal just don't do it they're incapable of that because what they thought was okay we have this thing it'll drive people to kick but it's not going to be like that big of a deal if like we don't actually give the car away it's just to get attention on you think people are just gonna forget that no everyone wanted it like you just thought that everyone was just gonna like let this roll over and just follow you on kick and then well, and how forget are you about gonna it? like no. eventize it so much and make it such a big deal and then just be like oh by the way we forgot to tell you we we just gave it away to someone privately we didn't tell but anyone. honestly i feel like that's what they're even though they did get called out a lot and people were like that's super unfair that's not what the rules were what the fuck they do get away with it because their audience is young they just Who like they're ever changing audience? actually as i said that i thought that i was like because it, it really truly baffles me like, I have zero clue, even chilled. Like, they don't even post now. So, like, what are people watching? So, they apparently have switched almost entirely to Snapchat, which we know the likes of, like, David Dobrik David, have yeah. done because it's extremely lucrative. I get why people who have been shunned from platforms like YouTube try to make, you know, a living on a different platform. Like, I understand why they're doing it. But they literally, I feel like they don't even try to not be shitty at things. Like they don't even try to do it well ever. Well, it almost just feels like they think they're in, like, since they were successful at one point, they're just entitled to stay successful. So right. they just need to like follow the next big thing, which apparently they thought was kick and now it's Snapchat. Well, no, apparently it's not even Snapchat. They've got a new venture. Rumble? No, girl, it's worse. And honestly, it is kind of upsetting the route that they've decided to go because it seems like they're running out of options like so severely that it's like, can you just back off and stop being so predatory and annoying? What, what is left? Uh, I'll just show you. But basically the reason we're talking about all of that is because it led up to, it's like all the things we didn't cover up until this point. And this is the most recent thing that's come out about them. Essentially what they've gotten into is that at least Austin, obviously Catherine has to be somewhat a part of this. There's no way she's not. But at least Austin has gotten into being an OnlyFans manager and he wants to help them gain like fame and more of an audience okay, Andrew Tate. <laughs> literally i'm like you want to be a pimp a pimp like yeah, what do literally. you think you're oh, doing here oh my god i thought you were gonna say he started an only fans this makes way more sense though no he started preying on only fans girls trying to sell to them that he can make them famous oh so he messaged that. the wrong fucking one we'll just say her name is laura lux and she put this on twitter she said didn't this guy have his house foreclosed on lmao and then she posts this message from austin mcgroom <laughs> It was on her. Instagram and he sent her, my bad for the, my bad is together. My bad for the random DM. Are you signed to an agency? To which she replies, no, I think agencies are predatory scams run by corny men who think they can involve themselves in women's business with a Cheers. heart. Very slay, love you queen. And previous to this, she had also posted a tweet that said, go away. And it had like three different messages on Instagram and they were all random ass people, both women and men, like women that were in OnlyFans verified accounts that were like, hi, I totally get it if this is weird, but I think my agent would help you blow up even more on here. Debated on reaching out because I'm sure you're already working with someone, but for some reason I really felt like I needed to message you, so no pressure. But if you want me to send your info to him, just let me know. Like girls trying to reach out, quote Are unquote. Are these real people? According to this Laura girl, she says it is an actual person, a quote unquote agent, most likely a man running these girls' social media Oh, so accounts. they don't necessarily know what's, they don't know what's happening. Allegedly not, no. And it makes the most sense. I can't think of someone that like, I mean, I don't know the OnlyFans world, but like if they were just a model, for example. Models are not messaging other models to like recruit them for their agents. That's not a thing. No. 
And I think that unfortunately, especially if someone's like starting off in OnlyFans nowadays, right? Like OnlyFans is so well known. So many people have one that they're more inclined to reach out to one of these quote unquote agencies, someone like Awesome Broom who hasn't paid like a million people in his life. And they're like, oh my God, you're famous on social media. If you can like help me out, that'd be great. Now, I have to just point out, not that Austin McBroom has ever been family friendly, but it's so fucking bizarre that they came up as a family channel. I mean, that has to be like, what fans they do have, have to be children. A hundred percent. And he has lost the plot so severely that he's now trying to be an OnlyFans manager. It's like, you think you're gonna like boost someone, even if it's on your own platforms to what children? Like, how does this all work? Like, how do you think you're gonna help them? So Austin McBroom actually replies to her slay message and he says, Oh, damn, LOL. Sorry for you feel that, sir, can you spell check? But I do agree that majority of people in the space are nobodies that just outsource a random team. No one has, people don't need teams to run an OnlyFans. Literally, that's the whole point of OnlyFans. It's, I mean, that's not how OnlyFans started and that's a whole separate topic. But like nowadays, it's you posting something you have 100% control over and you manage yourself and you get, obviously OnlyFans takes its cut, but everything else is yours. You don't have to share that's that why with it's like It's a much better, safer situation than like being on like a cam girl site or something. Yeah, honestly, I do think it changed the game for sex work just because sure. previously, what were your options? You know what I mean? You would have to yeah, upload no, to a public site. Yeah, no, it gives you independence that like wasn't that. really offered before. Yeah, but Austin really tries to sell himself even after she clearly like hits him with the fuck you in a very, you know, covert way. He says... My backgrounds in social media, YouTube, Snapchat, all the above, along with having a strong team. So we know how to grow and monetize YouTube channels and Snapchat channels. Snapchat is now paying better than YouTube and most don't even know. But again, we offer more than just only fan chatters. I just reached out to open a door. No pressure at all, smiley face. By the way, we do no contracts. That's how confident we are, LOL. And if you're ever unhappy, you're more than welcome to walk away. We can't hurt you, only help. I don't know that that's true and also no contracts doesn't seem like you're confident. It seems like you're just unethical and like not having contracts. It's like, you probably should have contracts. Uh, do you want to read her response? Yeah, I, I had read ahead and I was already laughing at it. She goes, when I Google your name, all I see are articles about you losing your house, cheating on your wife and scamming fans who entered some giveaway. So yeah, I'm good. You know that that hurt him. So when she posted this on Twitter, other people actually came forward and said that they got similar messages from Austin McBroom. That's the thing. It's like, I think so. But like, does he just think they're gonna be stupid and just be like oh my god he has followers yes like do you know what a unique situation it takes for someone that has followers to be able to pass on their followers to you i just don't understand the logic behind it it just has to be a severe disconnect from the audience understanding how people's brain works but yeah so this girl named jamie lynn actually posted a similar message actually i think it's the same message my bad is even together again, yeah which oh is my god did he really choice. copy and paste with a typo that's classic austin if you ask me but he sent the same message that said my bad for the random DM, are you signed to an agency? He sent it to this other girl and God knows how many others he sent it to, to which I ask, Catherine, what are you doing, baby girl? Are you like in your spiritual? I think she's just meditating in a room. She's like too busy to understand what he's doing. But I don't appreciate a random ass man who is known for cheating on his wife and has been outed and accused of some pretty heinous shit. I don't appreciate him swooping into the sex industry and trying to exploit women. Like that's not fun. Don't love that. It's very Andrew Tate. It literally is. And he's just like, well, I can help you. You know the fuck you can't. It's the same with other like creators who do horrible shit and then just try to move on with it. You know Google is a thing, right? All they have to do is type in awesome group. It's like awesome group. Does he think that everyone's just dumb and they're going to see followers and not do any research at all? Yeah. Absolutely, that's what he thinks. But anyway, that's what's going on with the Ace family. I was befuddled. I was beside myself. When I saw this, I was like, no, he did not. And of course, yes, he did. Well, it's funny because seeing that title, Austin McBroom Exposed for Mastering Models, I thought it was just going to be more of him cheating. That's what I thought. And then when I saw this it, might it was be worse. worse. Wait, did we ever get to anything about the wedding? Yes. Oh, my God. I almost moved on without realizing. How so dare you? in that original video where they had come back, they were talking about their wedding and the way they talk about it, you're just going to get a kick Curtain out of it. in our life. going to happen. No, 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 no. Let's cut the shit. Listen, we have big plans for this wedding. <laughs> we don't want to do this wedding like on a low level. No. We want to take it here. We want to take it and like... And with this wedding, you know, so perfect for each other. comes obviously a lot of plans. Uh, right. And we're trying to, let's <laughs> cut the shit, you know what I'm saying? Listen what I'm saying. We're trying to make it the biggest wedding ever. Like, I know the royals and, are like up there. And like, we're like God this close them, to getting like, 
we want to have a really beautiful, no, massive no, no. ceremonial. Like List. she said, I know the royals are up there. Catherine, you know you have to pay for a wedding up front, right? You can't put it on credit. The vendors are gonna need to be paid before they show up with the food. Their idea of like an up there, what like the literally, I feel like they want to like rent out like Dodger Stadium and like <laughs> they just do it at the Ace Fest location. Like I don't see it being fancy. I see it being like fold out chairs on a field with a bunch of like children. And one thing to note before they keep on talking is that speaking of Ace Fest, one thing that they included in their Ace Fest VIP pass tickets is that they were gonna pick two VIP pass members. I guess this is another giveaway. And they were going to allow those people to join their wedding. And then they said, plus your four guests. Okay, plus you get an exclusive wedding gift. How many years ago was this now? They hadn't even planned the wedding. They just like threw that at like, it, it'll happen one day. And also another thing they didn't deliver on this list was Austin's next fight, which meant that you can get access to his next fight. And it says, plus your four guests. Nobody got access. Everyone had to pay to watch that fight. Nobody could get access just because they got a ticket to Ace Fest. So that was a lie as well. Listen, listen. Everybody listen. invited, like you guys get to watch it. Put everything. it this way, put it this way. We don't want to do this thing small and put it on YouTube. No offense to YouTube, but just by saying that, you guys know we're trying to take this wedding. Okay. Sorry to be so blunt, but I just feel like if you guys have been watching us and investing your time and loving us and supporting us for so many years, then I feel like you should be able to watch it live. Just saying. Do you think she knows you could live stream on YouTube or nothing? You know, <laughs> they're acting like YouTube's too trashy for our wedding. I want to make that like a big production. Like I said, I don't want nice. it to be this business thing, but like. It kind of is, but it's not. Do. Like, it's not about what you're thinking. It's like, it's about you guys. The wedding, your wedding is about the fans. So that's, that's why it's like taking so long. Yeah, exactly. It's, With it's that, so damn it takes, long. takes time. It takes Sheesh. Time. This isn't going to be a business thing. It, it's going to be about you guys. How about it's about you two because it's your fucking wedding? What do you mean? How about it's about nobody because it's not happening? <laughs> it's like, okay, well, this was seven months ago. No signs of the wedding. Nothing has happened. The the amount of attention that they need. Oh my God, I, they're just insufferable. They are. And honestly, what you said is spot on that they are perfect for each other. And honestly, I didn't think that for the longest time. You could see them like gas each other up. And for the longest time, I just felt bad because Catherine was like allegedly obviously being cheated on and i was like that fucking sucks but you know what I you guys slay pretty hard together you know what cheers to y'all the happy couple cheers to you because hope you're a couple that scams together stays together anyway moving on to our second not necessarily very fun topic so that was kind of our fun topic and now we're moving on to gypsy rose because again i debated on whether or not i wanted to talk about this and i just feel like she's on instagram she's on tiktok she's everywhere everyone's talking about her it's like okay Let's just, let's do it. I told Jesse when she suggested this, it seems like something I would be interested in, I feel like, but I'm just like, could not care less. Not in a mean way. I just like, don't understand why everyone's so fascinated. Well, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like everyone being so fascinated and this like stan culture around Gypsy Rose, it is kind of disturbing and it's kind of dystopian and it's kind of strange. Now, I want to preface this by saying, I believe that that girl and woman now endured insane abuse from her mom Dee Dee Blanchard went through fucking hell Gypsy Rose never deserved what happened to her like she didn't deserve to be subjected to her mom's you know abuse I think that that alone makes it way too fucking weird for people to proclaim like that they stand Gypsy Rose with their whole chest like I'm like this isn't a stand situation we're not at a concert it's a very weird parasocial situation I agree like no she should not have experienced any of the stuff she did also you kind of have to ask didn't she like literally like plot out a brutal <laughs> okay so here's what happened from my understanding of all the things I feel that like I've this seen. is like unpopular opinion to talk about that but I'm like you're not supposed to do that. Okay, <laughs> honestly, I'm glad that you brought that up. Number one, she acknowledges that. She says she went the wrong way about it. She has kind of like dedicated her life, if you will, to saying there is a way out that is not the route that I went. And I appreciate that, that she is trying to spread that message. Yeah, no, I think that that's a good, and she says that like, she thinks she should have gone to jail. Absolutely. I mean, whether yeah. that's actually true or not, who knows? But I feel like she's very convincing when she talks about it. Yeah, I think that the reason why I feel so uncomfortable is because there's so many elements to this that are so deeply disturbing, including but not limited to what Gypsy had to live through, but also the circumstances surrounding what happened. So if you don't know, Gypsy Rose is someone that is famous, infamous, I don't know, what the right term is at this point, but she just got out of prison because what she was charged with was she was part of planning 
her mother's unaliving. She coordinated with a man named Nick, who is a severely mentally ill and also autistic individual, which just fucks me up even more. I've literally been in a spiral about this. And they were in a relationship. They were in somewhat of a relationship. Yeah, they were in an online relationship. He was definitely under the impression that Gypsy was under this abuse. He needed to save her from it. And once he did that, they were going to be together. Like he he definitely thought and that. And also for further context, it was Munchausen by proxy, right? Yeah. So her mom basically convinced her that she had leukemia, that she couldn't use her legs. She actually was administering medications that were like debilitating to Gypsy. Yeah, she was like having her get treatments done that she didn't need and then they were making her more sick and making her need other things. And she literally had a feeding tube. Like just that alone as a healthy individual. It was fucking insane what her mom was able to convince doctors to do and like what treatments to administer when there was literally nothing wrong with her. Yeah, it's it's a really sad situation. I've seen very minor versions of that in my life. Um, family members who have mothers who are, at that time, I guess when I was seeing it and I was younger, I was like, oh, I guess they're just hypochondriacs. And then I was like, oh, what, what is going on here? Like it, there is situations that are far less severe than this, but this was an extreme case of Munchausen by proxy. Very much. Like she, I believe, would have quite possibly led to Gypsy Rose passing away because of all the medications and things on her eventually. Well, and the whole thing about that illness, which I'm not an expert, I'm just, this is from what I understand, it's very much like an attention thing that like they thrive off the sympathy that they get from people for having a sick child. So they're willing to make their child sick and potentially even have them pass away because they are so like, they want the attention so badly. So it's it's a mental illness, obviously. It's super just dark and It is, it's so horrible. And that's why I haven't really wanted to touch on it because Ugh, I just hate it. But there is so much like stir on social media because I believe it was December 28th of 2023, which was very recently, obviously. Gypsy Rose got released from prison after over 10 years that she served. She has over, I don't know what the numbers are now, but last I heard she had like 6 million Instagram followers. She's verified on every platform. Like she literally became just an overnight celebrity. I've seen people also discuss how it's going to be interesting to see how she handles it because also not only did she grow up in this environment, that she was severely like sheltered and controlled by her mom. But then she was just in jail for how, how many? 10 years? Yeah. So that's an aspect of it I definitely want to talk about. Basically, she was a kid or like a late teenager, but her mom always told her she was way younger to kind of like stifle her and yeah. just keep her in her clutches, essentially. And so when Gypsy Rose decided, I need to get out of the situation, I know I can walk, I know I'm not sick, like she started getting little inklings. And when she finally figured it out, she started talking to this guy named Nick and they started like video chatting after her mom would go to sleep and stuff. And then he had split personalities. He's a very mentally ill individual. He has been charged even prior to Gypsy Rose. He was charged, I think, for doing inappropriate things in like public or like in a parking lot of McDonald's. Like he had a very dark side to him. The fact that he's autistic, it literally ruins me because sometimes, unfortunately, neurodivergent brains can become obsessed on certain things. And if it's not the right thing, it could be very dangerous. That That is just a reality of it. Like if you have access to something like that and you have a brain that kind of circulates it in a different way than a non-neurodivergent brain does, like it's just a dangerous thing. And all I can say is not that he doesn't deserve time, is that it really just irks my you brain. wish that it was like something that was more catered to why he did it because it isn't necessarily the same motives and same stuff behind a neurotypical person that would do it. Yeah. And I also think that like looking at all of this, I can't be like, oh, oh my God, this is also funny. This is so slay. Like everyone's be like slay queen slay. And I'm just like, oh, this is like That's a nightmare. The thing. It's like everyone's just like obsessed with her. Like she is just like she's Taylor Swift. And I'm like, I think you can be happy that she is Absolutely. out of prison and that she is out of that situation. And I think that's great. And I think obviously she's going to be doing a media tour because people do want to hear about stuff but literally I had not really I guess I haven't really been on TikTok that much this week but um Jesse asked if we should cover this and then I opened my TikTok and like that was almost every other video was now Gypsy Rose. So this is a TikTok that is on Lifetime TV on their TikTok. So it's not even on Gypsy's TikTok, but it's a stitch with someone that posted a TikTok that was like, this TikTok is for Gypsy. And she 
responds, but it's on Lifetime TV's TikTok. This is a message for Gypsy Rose. Hi, hello, this is TikTok. I am begging you to start making videos on here, please. I don't know what form of mental illness I have, but it's the one that's deeply invested in your case. And I know you may think like, oh, I'm 30, I'm too old to be on TikTok. No, 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 I'm 30, I'm on TikTok. See, everything's going fine for me. Please start making videos. And don't do weird stuff like Britney Spears and start doing dances and not telling us. Tell us the details. Talk to the camera just like this. You're going to be more viral than the North Sea. I know that's not going to make sense to you because the North Sea is viral on TikTok. Please, Gypsy, just make make some TikToks for that's us. That's weird. Leave Britney Spears out of this. That's weird. Yeah, actually, Britney did not ask to be brought into this. Like, the fact that this is on Lifetimes, did someone on Lifetime's social media team go, hey, Gypsy, respond to this really. Like, look at this weird angle. Like, I'm just so confused. I want to rewind it really quickly back to before she got out of prison because all I remember seeing was the picture of her as a child dressed as a princess, which honestly is weird that people were using that. And then it was like gates in front of her, like prison gates. And then they were like releasing and they were like, oh my God, the queen gets out and I don't know how many days and they would do a countdown and it was everybody looking forward to her getting out people saying they were going to show up and pick her up because she needed a ride it was very much so a meme and it was very much so something that people were all talking about on social media and I immediately didn't like that I'm like first of all leave her alone which I feel like actually is what people are going to tell us about this and I've battled with that back and forth to which I'm like no she's on social media she's very not wanting to be left alone necessarily like and I don't blame her for that because if I got out of prison which automatically like limits your employment options yeah. by like a million this is a great way to make money but that element of it that was like the stand culture it was very much like the stands of the world all different stands were like coming together to stand Gypsy Rose and I felt super weird about that because it's not that I don't think she deserves support. It's that I was like, this is a really weird energy to have around this horrible of a situation. She apparently, I just watched a clip earlier that she said she had like over 250 love letters. I saw came. that today. How many men wrote to you wanting to date you while you were in prison? Um, a lot. I need some numbers. Uh, well, give me an estimate. Come on, hit her. Oh, hit her with it. Over 250. Over 250? Yeah. From all different countries. From all countries, I said, Italy, I said Germany. seven continents have hit on you. Oh. <laughs> what about Ryan made him the one? Well, Ryan's from Louisiana. And I mean, he, there's one of a kind. But he's from Louisiana, and I'm originally from Louisiana. So I saw that, and I'm kind of like, hey, you know, someone from my home state. We probably have a lot in common. So I wrote him a letter back, and we became friends, and then, of course, more than friends. Mm -hmm. And then now we're married. So she ended up getting written a letter by someone named Ryan, okay, who is her now husband. And he wrote a letter to her because by his own explanation. He was watching Tiger King. It was like when all the Tiger King shit was popping off, you know, literally at the beginning of everyone's lockdown. It's so crazy because I think back to the lockdown, I'm like Tiger King and banana bread. Those are like the two things I remember and whipped coffee. All of those and things. And like Doja Cat say so. Literally, it was just the weirdest time, but it was honestly so slay and I loved that time. That like for a very brief time. It felt like a nice like winter break. It did. It and I were like, oh no, we're all fucked anyway. But so around that time, his friend said, I'm going to write Tiger King in prison. And he said, well, if you write Tiger Tiger King, I'll write Gypsy Rose. It was kind of like a game that they played. Like a joke? Almost like a joke, but not a joke, obviously, because they both did it. Um, but he did not expect an answer back. He started off as very much a quote unquote fan or fanatic or whatever you want to call it when someone knows of someone infamous in prison and they're like, oh my God, I got to write them. By her own definition, she has gotten over 250 suitors who have messaged her. And I don't doubt that, that a lot of people wrote her letters. And she says it's like international, like from other countries. Yeah. But the reason why she answered Ryan is because she says that he is from Louisiana which is her hometown. And for that reason alone, she literally doesn't provide anything else. She's like, well, I'm sure we would have a lot in common because you're from Louisiana. To which I say, girl, I would not answer singular letter sent to me from Miami if I was in prison. I'll just tell you that. Also, that's the thing. I'm like, it's weird to me that that many people are writing letters to people in prison that they don't know and they're trying to develop a relationship. I mean, I guess the people in prison are like lonely and would love someone to talk to. So I guess that's not that weird. But like, wouldn't you think it's, we, I mean, I guess she's also had a very interesting life, so I don't know how you process that, but it's like, wouldn't you think it's weird that someone is writing you when you're in prison after you, like, it's just all weird. That's what a lot of people's concern is with Ryan. I have to say, everything I've seen of him, he seems like a nice guy. I'm not here to, like, rag on him or just be like, oh my god, he's horrible for her or anything like that. I don't know anything. What I do find a little bit disturbing is that he knew of her before. He knew her case. He knew everything about her. She knew nothing of him. He reached out to her as a woman who had only been with one man before, and 
and that man murdered her mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a fucked up situation. Yeah. We can't sit here and pretend it's not. And so he goes on to send letters back and forth. They start sending emails. They get to know each other. They get married. Now, the first time that they were intimate with each other as a married couple was like, a week ago okay they didn't have conjugal visits so they literally didn't know what it's like to like kiss the other person they could only hold each other's hand in prison and again the only person she had ever been with was nick yeah, i was gonna say which is not crazy for her because she's like also was living as an age years younger than she actually was exactly and like i have to acknowledge a part of her that never was a teenager that never got to date that never got to have a normal life like that very much plays a part in this i think and it's worth talking about and having a conversation about and i think she would even maybe acknowledge this that it's like yeah she never got to do that. I've also heard people reference that in terms of the social media thing too. Like she's just being thrust into this like position of spotlight and fame. And then when you add in that she's been in prison and like it's just everything together and now she's just like here's millions of followers and all these fans and like how is she going to be able to handle that? I think that what stresses me out a little bit about this and this is just coming from my brain like if I knew her and I don't know her but if I did I would be like girl you have not experienced any of this in life go and experience it. Like yeah. I, I almost like, it's not that I wish that her husband is bad for her in any way, shape or form. She deserves, you know, to have a healthy relationship. But I'm just like, you need to experience the things you never experienced. You know, you, you didn't get to experience this in a normal way. And now you do. You did serve your time for what you did. You acknowledge that it was done in the wrong way. And now you get to live your life and go and do that. But she's married. And it's just like, now it's this one well, person. And she's doing it with now with millions of people watching. It's a lot. Everyone loves her right now. But like, what if she gets canceled for something because it's like she doesn't yeah. even know how to function as an adult, really? Like, it makes me uncomfortable that I feel like it's going to be a lot of pressure put on her. And she's now like, okay, I'm a wife. I'm an adult. And it's like, she's never been those things Yeah, before. it's almost like she was like pushed out of prison and was like, play the part. And it's just, it's a lot for it anybody. It feels very like 13 going on 30. Like she switched bodies with a like adult. And it's like, okay, here you go. Bye. Yeah. I mean, that's not to discredit any of the growth that she did, I'm sure in the last 10 no, years no, no, of her no, life. Because I'm sure she did grow a lot. But it's not to say that Nick is this victim that can't help himself and everything's so sad for him. But I can't help but feel or try to like understand what his brain is experiencing. Like she's out, she's married and he's, he has life in prison. He will be in prison till the day he dies. And he murdered someone. I understand that. But he's also severely mentally ill. He's also autistic. He also thought that he was helping someone that he thought he really cared for. I can't feel this like giddy feeling the whole public is feeling because I just feel like the whole situation so fucked. On his end, Gypsy Rose is out which I'm not saying she shouldn't be, but she's out, she's married. And what we're going to talk about right now, because it's a big thing that people were talking about, those are the things that are going to get back to him. And I just wonder, like, I can't help but wonder what his brain is going through right now. And it's not, again, it's not like having pity on him, like just being a human. Like, what is he thinking right now? He's witnessing the person that he literally ended his like, I'm not literally ended his life, but like he threw away his future yes. to help her. And then he gets to just sit in prison and watch her then go like be everyone's favorite person. Literally. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll be here. <laughs> but this is what everyone's talking about because her husband, Ryan, posted a selfie. And a lot of people have been bullying him because they do believe that he looks like her mom. Have you heard that whole conversation happening? No. So there's been a lot of comparisons made of Ryan and the mom saying that they have a lot of similarities look wise. I don't really wanna go there because I feel like that's so disturbing. I understand why people are thinking that like they have facial similarities, but like, that's not why she's with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's fucked. I'm, I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, it's kind of gross. So he posts this selfie of himself on his Instagram account. And I guess he got a lot of backlash. And so Gypsy Rose commented and said, Ryan, don't listen to the haters. I love you and you love me. We do not owe anything. Our family is who matters. If you get likes and good comments, great. If you get hate, then whatever, because they don't matter. I love you with a heart emoji. Besides, they jealous because you are rocking my world every night. Yeah, I said it. The D is fire. Happy wife, happy life. To which Ryan responded, who said I gave a damn about what these jealous people say anyway? Haha. -ha. Now come get it, baby. It makes me so uncomfortable. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable as well. And people saw this and I saw so many people. I'm talking like mutual friends. The entire interwebs was like, slay it, queen. Get that dick. And honestly, I couldn't go there with anybody. I was like, I don't 
think this woman is destined to live a horrible life. I don't wish that for her. This is just too complicated of a situation to feel comfortable saying like, slay queen slay. Like literally everyone was like trying to get Taylor Swift to meet her. I saw and that. Stuff. What's really funny about you mentioning that is that there's a lot of YouTubers inside of Gypsy Rose's actual ass crack right now. Number one, either trying to get her on their channels because she is like very online. She's very aware of what everyone's saying and that's fine. But one of those creators, can you guess who it is? Um... No, who? Jeffree Star. In Gypsy Rose's comments being Shut like, you are the living the life you deserve, up. like Slay Queen. And again, I'm not saying Come she's not living ranch. the life, but I'm like, Jeffree Star, if you try to get Gypsy Rose on live, I'm coming for you. <laughs> like, I can't deal with this. And I could just picture it now, like Jeffree Star trying to get her on his TikTok live battles to like get more lions or whatever the fuck he's after. I hate that he could probably do it because also this has nothing to do with like her situation but it's just like what if she's not super into researching and she's been in jail and she just doesn't know Jeffree Star is bad news and she's like oh cool he seems nice honestly I think it was Dustin and Nick that mentioned it but it just feels like so many YouTubers are trying to like get her on the, their shows or their things and I just hope she doesn't like, I, I hope she doesn't do well, that. And then it's not even, not that this would be any better because it honestly would probably be worse, but like not true crime YouTubers. It's just like normal right. like lifestyle YouTubers that are like, oh my God, we stand. And Jeffree Star. I just feel like the situation is so horrific all around. She even says herself, that wasn't the right way to go about it. The awareness that she wants to bring is that there are other ways to get out of situations like this. And although it may feel like there's not, there are, and she has had many interviews where she says she wishes she would have gone a different route with this because ultimately it led to a lot of tragic situations. And I recognize that what she's doing is trying to move on. And I think that she does deserve that. I just hope that she doesn't get wrapped too much into the social media monster because I feel like this is not a situation that social media should touch. I feel like it's only gonna make it worse. It's going to be such a big adjustment and she's gonna have a lot of stuff that she's gonna have to work through. And again, like to then have her thrust into not just like some social media, like she literally has millions of people that are like, tell us everything, Gypsy. It's like, I'm telling you, people were wanting to wait outside of her prison. People were taking paparazzi photos of her the day that she got released when she was just buying shoes. Like that's a lot for anyone. I hope it doesn't turn sour, but like the internet is not always positive forever. I feel like we know the toxic side of social media too much to be like so optimistic and be like, oh my God, she's going to slay away queen. It's like, oh no, I hope this doesn't turn into something else. Well, and I think her. the thing that you need, especially if to like be like thrust into the spotlight for any kind of celebrity, the best thing is to have like a really solid group of people around you to keep you yeah. grounded and like keep your focus on like what's important. And I don't know anything about this husband obviously, and he might be a great guy. But given the way that she met him even, that makes me a little like, mm -mm. like, is he gonna then be really into the social media fame as well? And like, is there anyone around her that is super like sound mind logical? Well, she has her dad around her. I remember her dad was not allowed to see her for a long time before everything happened. And then now she's got a relationship with her father. I think she has family around her. Was it that the mom like kept them separated? Yeah. I guess that this is a tricky situation and it's one that I, again, battled with for a long time. I was like, should we even talk about this? This is not like a fun situation that we're all like pulling out our stupid social media hats for and being like, oh my God, what a slay. I'm like literally all tensed up, like crouched down. and like It's horrible. But anyway, that's our official take on Gypsy Rose. I feel like a lot of people aren't, might not be happy with that. We don't necessarily have the same take as everyone else, even though we wish her well. We recognize like that was just fucking horrible. She was put in such a situation she never deserved. Like we understand all of that, but there's so much nuance and tragedy here that it just feels so sad. She must have a lot that she's going to need to be working through for the rest of her life. And I don't think that having 6 million people watching is a healthy way to do that. I agree. But anyway, do you have anything for our We Love the Internet series that we can, uh, you know, finish this off with? Because, oh my do, God, that I was do. harsh. It's another cat. Oh, actually, should we do an update on your cat one? Oh my God, that's such a good idea. Thank God, because I didn't have one. But... <laughs> 
I got tagged in so many things because if you guys didn't see in our last episode for the We Love the Internet series, I presented a TikTok of a woman who was in actual distress because she wanted to have a cat forever. And then she finally went and adopted a cat and she was terrified of him. She's like, oh my God, I'm a prisoner in my own home. This is horrible. To which I said, welcome to being a cat parent. That is literally just part of being a cat parent. She was literally crying and she was like, I have to take him back. Like, I can't do this. And she was like so scared of him. And it was very sad, but then also funny because she was literally like, I will atone for my... She's like, I will donate to the shelter. I just can't do this because I I forget I have him and there's noises everywhere and it's just scary. Obviously though, it was very sad because she was planning on taking him back. But then you guys tagged us in a very positive update because she has not taken him back. She has not. She kept him. Here it is. It's been exactly five days since I got this dude. First things first, I got this rash on my hand. I'm trying to figure out if it's eczema or cat scratch fever. Secondly, I know a lot of people were concerned with his um, bald spots. Okay, please. Okay. <laughs> bald spots. He's huge. That is because he had very matted fur when I got him. Also, the ear mites is getting worse and worse <laughs> because you see he's missing fur around his ears. I'm trying to get it cleared up, but... It's, it's <laughs> just tossing her around like a rag that doll. That I'm gonna get on y'all about. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, one thing that I would like to to to, to talk to y'all about. <laughs> the stuttering is the fact that y'all talking about. Oh, you need to learn his boundaries. He's probably overstimulated. That's why he biting you. No, he biting me because he's an asshole. I have to pause this because there were some people commenting on my relationship with my cat and saying like, she needs more playtime, like she might be bored and that's why she's hunting you. I guarantee you that is not it. She gets plenty of playtime. She's a very active cat and she just likes to hunt at night. Like some cats just have personalities where they just want to like, you know, at midnight they go, you know, that's just, that's what they do. I told you, and the one I used to have, he specifically had one person he would do it to, which was even funnier. <laughs> They'll pick and choose too. Yeah, yeah for sure. Just so you know, my cat gets a lot of play. Thank you very much. I'm not doing nothing to this man or to this cat. <laughs> I'm sitting on the toilet minding my business. Mm -hmm. He comes in there, bites my leg. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I first got him that first day, I don't care if it's a love bite or not. He can't. I'm sitting on the couch minding my business. He walks up to me, bites me. I say, bro, chill. <laughs> I love her. What's going on? I don't like that. If you could see the look in that cloudy eye, <laughs> it's like he was out for blood. And I said, please. I said, please, you're scaring me. He kept coming at me. When they can Look tell you're scared, they come. They come more. Uh, uh, stop! See, he's biting the phone. He's okay. biting the phone. I do think it's funny Bro, that, like, please. I don't feel like cats bite that much. Cats do bite a lot. Like. My cat never bites like she's gonna actually bite me because she could kill something if she wanted to. She never bites me like that. But like mine was like when, nibble. Well, yeah, I guess it's a nibble, but it's definitely it's a bite. Oh, their you, oh, their teeth are sharp. Like oh yeah, the, with the scratchy little paper tongue. tongues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, she kept the cat. What a sleigh. She's so funny, and I love that. <laughs> I love that it was literally like he was attacking her before, and now she's literally tossing him around like a rag doll. Right. Um, this isn't like a funny thing necessarily. It was just really really. I mean, it was funny too, but it was just cute, and it's also cat related. Also. So apparently we have a lot of cat fans. I told Jesse, I got multiple people sending me pictures and videos of their cats, like very intently watching us. I love that so much. They got to the cat part and they were like, oh. Literally, uh, <laughs> Jonathan Carson was one of them. Hi, if you're watching. Friend of the show. He sent me a video and he goes, my cat listening to you talk about cats. I said, don't let him hear it. I didn't mean it. And then he just sends, she is grilling you and never shows interest in my iPad. You know what's so funny is that I almost brought one of his boyfriend's TikToks as a oh, we love the internet this week. Oh my god, next week. Oh my gosh, that's so look, look at that cute. eye contact. Like, oh my staring. god, yeah, he's staring. Yeah. Girl. That was like one of multiple people that have sent me cats watching our content. So if there's any cats watching, hi, we love you. We didn't mean it. Someone sent this to me, but this is absolutely like between this and conspiracy theories, this is like what's on my feed. And apparently now Gypsy Rose. Alex. <laughs> Those are two puppies. Let me see the babies. Can I see the Oh my babies? god, are they puppies? Please? I thought they were little cats. And the cat's them? name is Alex, which I just love. I think we need to put them back. The mom's gonna be missing them. We gotta oh put them back. Oh my god, stop it. I love her voice. Alex, baby. 
Come on. You leave Alex the Give fuck alone right now, okay? lady, or I'm coming Can to your I house. Have a baby? Can I have a baby? Can I have it? Okay, I got this baby. Can I have this baby? <gasps> no. Oh my God, don't you dare. You're not going to let me have this one? Alex is a father. Leave Love him alone. It that much? Uncle. I know, sweetie. Mommy. Honestly, that's like my brother with my kids. <laughs> I'm going to just take this one. And then oh. he's sleeping. He's still cuddling his for the puppy to be that young where they just want their mom's milk and stuff and just to be so cozy right Listen. there, it's Listen. so sweet. It's purring. Are you in your happy place? With your loud purrs? Oh my God, I'm dead. And the swishies? You got the tail swishies? Oh, you got the tail swishies. That means Alex is happy. How cute is that? I'm, uh, that might be the cutest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. I'm not I, know, I thought you'd enjoy that. That is so sweet. Not her kidnapping one of the children, though. That's foul. But for that reason, we love the internet. Anyway, we'll leave you with that. That is uh, the end of our episode that originally was going to be short, but boy, can we chit chat. Am I right? I need to go sleep. Yeah, Lily has not slept in like 48 hours now. So uh, we'll let her go. But anyway, thank you guys so much if you made it to the end. As always, we appreciate you. And yeah, I hope you had a great weekend and have a great rest of your week. And as always, we will see you on Friday. Bye. Bye.